0: Hey, it's time for Hockey Mom NHL updates tonight, February, what is it, 7th, Wednesday? Okay, let's see, my husband drove to hockey practice, thank goodness, so I stayed home and I watched Maple Leafs versus Predators tonight. So, Toronto, yeah. So, Mike Babcock on the bench coaching. I did a little piece on him uh, a week or so ago. Um, Very inspirational coach and McGill alumnus. So, love him. Although, you know, not typically a Toronto fan here because I love Montreal and their rivals, of course. And um, let's see. So, anyways, Leafs Leafs did win it in the shootout in the end. Um, Let's see. Kapanen, number 24. Got the second goal, shorthanded, in the second period, that was my favorite moment of the game, the way he um, got clear and then spun around and got clear again and fooled the goalie, Pecorini. Pecorini, of course, wonderful goalie, ended up being third star of the game, Nashville goaltender, um, thought to be possibly best finish goaltender of all times. Um, What else? Toronto. Austin Matthews, one of my favorite players on Toronto. Um, And let's see. Oh, the first goal was Van Riemsdyk, who usually sits in front of the net and sort of chips him in. But anyways, he got a nice one-timer slap shot and he was the second star of the game. He also scored in the shootout. Um, Yeah, what else? Toronto goalie is Frederick Anderson. He was the first star of the game. He was amazing. Both goalies were amazing in this game. Um, Of course, Nashville's P.K. Subban, which is why I turned this game on in the first place because I love P.K. Subban so much, number 76. I think he was at least a minus two in this game. Um, Yeah, made some mistakes that led pretty directly to Toronto's goals. But anyways, he can get away with it because he has... I think 41 points now this season. Anyways, um, yeah, Nashville, great power play, third ranked in the NHL, I think. And another story out of Nashville is Mike Fisher, who I believe, isn't he that guy that's Carrie Underwood's husband? I believe he's coming out of retirement. There's a story and we'll be back on the lineup in Nashville, but we don't really have a date for that. Anyways, he's been busy hunting all fall and winter, apparently, and that's what he's been doing, but he's coming back. Anyways, so other names on Nashville, Sissons, number 10 scored their first goal. Tying goal was scored by Johansson. All right, well, that's probably pretty much my update for NHL tonight. Um, Have a good night. Hey, good morning. I'm playing with this Anchor app this morning and trying to figure out everything I can do with it. So I love these little musical interludes you can put in. So I've got a little idea. I was thinking of using them as signatures for the different kind of segments that I like to do. For example, I like to talk about women's hockey. So if I have a women's hockey segment, I could try to always play this little music interlude to identify that segment. Let me try this. So yes, this is, if that worked, this is my segment called Today in Women's Hockey. Okay, now my dog's barking. He always barks when someone comes to the door. Um, A a dog is an essential part, a side note of the hockey mom lifestyle, because, hey, you're not busy enough. You also need to bathe and train and walk and clean up after a dog and get up all night long if they're not trained, and because, hey, you need more reasons to be resentful of your precious time. Anyways, that was, that was a little um, cynical side note, but anyway, so this segment today in women's hockey. So I figured out when the Olympics are coming up, it's uh, the next, the next few weekends we're going to be doing uh, Olympics cover coverage. It's already coming. Um, The women's tournament runs from February 10th to 22nd and It is going to be broadcast on NBC and NBC Sports Network. And so I'll be looking for that. Hopefully I won't have any problems getting it at home. Um, It's going to lead up to um, the woman's gold medal game on Wednesday, February 21st at 11.10 p.m. Eastern time. So that'll be, what, 8.10 p.m. Pacific time in Seattle. Um, There's going to be weird times because... um, Pyeongchang apparently is 14 hours ahead. I'm getting this information off of the ESPN website. Um, Yes, so the women's tournament includes eight teams. Pool A features the top four teams, reading from ESPN.com, headlined by gold medal favorites Canada and the U.S. And Finland is also in Pool A. And the OAR, which is the Olympic athletes from Russia, I guess that's how they've um, made up for this, the ban of Russia from the Olympics, I have to learn more about that. But anyway, so the OAR, the Olympic athletes from Russia, Pool B has Sweden, Switzerland, Japan and Korea. Um, South Korea qualified as a host, but weeks before the tournament it was announced that through a special agreement with the IOC and the IIHF, twelve North Korean players will join the team to form a unified Korean team so that's super cool and exciting. I love that um, So six teams will advance to the playoff bracket with four quarterfinalists and two teams earning buys to the semifinals. Whatever, whatever, I'm gonna to have to read that again to get it in my brain anyways, whatever. All four teams from group A will automatically advance with the top two teams in that group getting the buys. The bottom teams in group A will face the best two. You know, I'm gonna stop reading this. I just, I hate details like that. That's just not for, that's not for a hockey mom brain. We gotta deal with, it's triage. We gotta deal with the basics here, okay? Um So both men and women use the same scoring system, three points for a regulation win, two points for an overtime or shootout win, and one point for an overtime or shootout loss. So there we have it. That's the very basics, and we'll just talk more about that later. So that is the news in Today in Women's Hockey. Seattle Hockey Mom, this is Jesse Ray Connor from Temp Radio to say thank you for the favor. I appreciate the love of support, and I just want to let you know that you have mine as well. So keep it up. Seattle Hockey Mom, what is good? This is Coach Harv Seek First Sports Talk. Out here on the fave train this early evening saying thank you to a lot of you that have been favoring my station. While I've been on a bit of a hiatus, so I did want to stop by, say thank you. I will be favoriting the station. Actually, a pretty huge hockey fan that started from me playing NHL hockey by EA Sports on PlayStation. So, anyway, it's kind of silly, I know, but that caused me to love playoff hockey. I like the San Jose Sharks. So, again, thank you for, for favoring the station. Look forward to some future exchanges and getting my hockey IQ up by listening to you. Take it easy. Hey, are you ready for a hockey mom pep talk? I thought so. Here we go. I was reading Shape magazine this morning. Shape, S H A P E. I didn't, I have a subscription to it. I didn't order it. My husband ordered it for me. I, I think I kind of took offense. I'm like, I don't want Shape Magazine. I think he wants me to want Shape Magazine. But, anyways, I have Shape Magazine. So I picked it up. I was having my cup of coffee this morning and started flipping through this. Um, one of the first things I saw, I was pretty proud of myself because I noticed I had a little piece about Rome Fitness, which is a gym, an airport gym where you can sign in, like get a day pass or a longer pass and you can go in. They lend you yoga pants, a top, like capri pants or shorts, a top, sports bra, shoes, and um, you get a shower and they have products and everything at, at the end of your workout and they have all the gear in there. So um, I did this when I was um, talking to you from Baltimore airport. I actually did we were um delayed for quite a while and i saw that there and i signed in and i did it anyways i was it was so cool this morning when i was reading shape magazine and i saw that that is that baltimore one is actually the first rome fitness so isn't that cool and then apparently so anyways i used it what do you know that was a kind of a coincidence it's the first one and i tried it and it was actually really great and i felt so much better on my flight cuz i'd had a little 35 minute workout, um, to keep the blood flowing. So I'm not sitting around all day and it was, it was actually pretty, pretty great. Um, heated toilet seats in the shower room. First time for me. Um, yeah, they, they had, um, you know, everything fit nice. They had clothes for sale. They had yoga mats, all sorts of stuff. I used rowing machine, um, stationary bike, they have free weights, etc. Um, so yeah, I did that. And, um, then what else in shape magazine? I also wanted to read to you for your hockey mom pep talk, aside from working out at the airport, I wanted to read to you from this confidence article that I found too. uh, this is the January, February, 2018 issue of shape magazine. And I was I love this, I love the confidence and performance connection. I love the I love the thought that you what you do with your body increases your mental strength and what you do with your mind increases your physical strength. Anyway, so let me um, read you a little bit here. Um, people who have what experts call growth mindsets, the belief that anyone can become good at something regardless of their initial skill level, tend to be more confident than those who think skills are innate. Um, A growth mindset incites you to move past failures and take more encouragement from success. To adopt this positive thinking style, pay attention to small wins. These will build your belief in your abilities, so when you're confronted with more difficult tasks, you'll feel more self-assured. Celebrating those minor achievements also helps you see all your progress as you work toward a goal. And then here's my favorite part. This little section is called Build Your Mental Strength. Working out is one of the most powerful things you can do to increase confidence, says Louisa Jewell, the author of Wire Your Brain for Confidence, The Science of Conquering Self-Doubt. When you exercise, your brain receives messages from your body that says, I'm strong and capable. I can lift heavy things and run long distances, she explains. Exercise really... I love that. Anyways, I'm just going to recap that. So when you exercise, your brain believes the message from your body that says, like your body talking, your brain saying I'm strong and capable, I can lift heavy things and run long distances. Like I, I can relate to this that happened to me when I started working out with a trainer this fall, I definitely started feeling strong right away exercise releases energizing mood boosting endorphins we all know that relieves tension and distracts you from negative thoughts says Olli Olli Kittunen PhD an expert in health exercise at the Sport Institute of Finland in Viromaki, where my friend Aku studied I love Aku and I really want to visit the Sport Institute of Finland in Viromaki, where also they have kids hockey camps by the way hashtag goals for my kid anyways finishing off here um To benefit, do at least 180 minutes of exercise a week or 30 to 40 minutes, five days a week, she says, and work out in the morning if you possibly can swing it, blah, blah, blah. We've all heard that. But anyway, so I did read this this morning and took a dog walk and that was nice. I beat the rain. Anyways, so that's your Hockey Mom pep talk for Thursday, February 8th. Is it really the 8th? Oh my God. Okay. And we will talk to you in a bit. Okay, so next, here comes the segment that's going to be called This Week in Minor Hockey. So anyways, this time of year, it is camp registration time. We're coming up to the end of the hockey season. Well, actually, we're about, I want to say two-thirds of the way done Um, tournaments, a lot of tournaments going on right now and March is about the time for playoffs, state championships, that sort of thing. Um, And then after March some of the kids are going to transition into the spring season, which is a little different than the winter season. Spring season is um, you can play outside of your region. Um, Teams can be, regional teams can be put together where players travel Um, So that's coming up. That's about April, May, June. And then in the summertime, many hockey players do camps. It's camp season. So I thought I would chat a little bit about um, what we're doing, give away some of my secrets and invite you to share with me some of your own. Um, yes yeah, so January people are already signing up in January which is kind of a bummer because these camps are expensive and you come right out of the holidays and next thing you know you're hearing about this and that camp and you go on the websites and they're five six seven hundred dollars and upwards um, regardless um it's it's worth it you'll have your summer all pre-planned I mean worth it whatever there's local camps really good local camps that are less expensive but if you're like us you plan your whole family year around hockey so it's um, an assumed expense at this point A planned for expense um, planned for haha that's not exactly entirely true There's not a lot of planning but an expected expense let's put it that way um, so yeah we do we do a lot of camps we do the very fancy for example this year um we're going to boston university and we're going to do the pro Ambitions camp there that's you can find that one at proambitions.com and you can for those ones you can do either a sleepaway one or you can do a day camp we're going to do the day camp this year it'll be our first year there and we're a little worried about bumping into boston bruins fans since my son is a canadians fan montreal canadians big rivals if you didn't know that already and so that's the big exciting one we're doing in july and um, we're gonna do okanagan hockey school again we always do okanagan hockey school and um, i should say that i am an ambassador for them so i promote their program and i get a discount for my son on his programs Sorry, I was interrupted there for a second, but... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yes, Okanagan High School. I've been going there since my brother was a kid. We used to travel up there. We lived in Chilliwack, and we used to travel up to Penticton for the summer um, for camp. Back then, it was a sleepaway camp, but anyways, had a great time. Loved the beach and stuff in Penticton, so I've been going back there for the last, I don't know, five, six years with my son, and we've got quite a group of people from our own organization going and I'm um, yet promoting for them now. This year we're going to Kelowna for the first time instead of Penticton because we've got family there and going to check out some new beaches and more wineries and whatnot up there. So excited about that, more on that later and um, a couple of years ago we tried if you want another kind of exotic camp if you want to try out the east coast hockey prep school scene we went to avon old farms um, prep school all boys school in um, connecticut and my son did the camp there a couple of years ago i'd love to do that one again this year I feel like he's ready for the boarding camp there however um that might be pressing it a bit much putting a bit too much in the summer so unfortunately we probably will skip a year of that one although I love it and he loves it he loves that place and he had so much fun there from the outside I can't tell the difference of what he was experiencing but when he reports where the funnest camp is that's the most fun that he's been to he loved it the dining hall looks like something from Harry Potter, Hogwarts. It's really incredible. Um, and then, oh yeah, we're doing Von Rode's camp. That's a local camp. That's all skating, and it's hard. As in, your kids' legs will burn, and they will really get to be better skaters, but they won't love it. It's tough, but we're signed up for that. I can't remember what the name of it is. Um, hmm, Von rode I'll come back to you with that. Anyways, that's my segment on... This week in Minor Hockey. So before I publish this episode for the day for February 8th, Thursday, I want to make sure I include an NHL to Seattle update. still digesting that King 5 piece, that long special that played on Sunday, apparently right after the Super Bowl, although remember I was on the plane for the Super Bowl, so I didn't see it, but this great piece about the NHL to Seattle that had all these um, pros and coaches and whatnot speaking about it, in favor of it, and I was saying to you guys you had to check out this piece on King 5 on their website, and there was so much in it, lots to digest, I'm still digesting parts of it, it kind of lays out all the major players and everything. And as as, as I'm kind of filtering through it, there was one part that struck especially close to home and it was where they made kind of an offhand remark, nothing in depth, but they mentioned that right here out of Kirkland, that Cascade Investments, and then they flashed meaning Bill Gates, are invested in Tampa Bay, related to the team. And they said, like, oh, the irony that... You know, these investors right close to home are invested in the Tampa Bay team, but not in the upcoming Seattle team. And I just did a little more homework on that subject and wanted to clarify that the Cascade Investments Group in Kirkland is invested in the Tampa Bay deal from several years ago because it was a real estate deal and they are real estate investors or real estate holdings in their portfolio. Um, By contrast, they are not sports team investors, so they don't typically invest in sports teams. And this current Seattle deal that's unfolding is a sports team investment, not a real estate investment. So that's my understanding of it. That's why Cascade isn't involved in this particular deal or looking to be involved in this particular deal and um, that's just a little extra clarity in one part of the story to um, solve the mystery of this apparent ironic situation that we have dollars on a sports team that's far away when we need support for a sports team that's close by. Anyways, that shouldn't hold up anything. It seems to be plenty of other interest and I look forward to continuing to unpack the tension and anticipation and mystery of this team coming to us that we're really hoping for. Um, So yeah, please stay in touch. Let me know if you hear anything. I'd love to have this conversation. Um, Very edifying. And kind of the whole thing is just so exciting. All right, that those are all my segments for today. I'm going to publish this episode as episode 33. And I will be back to you tomorrow. (laughs) mm <laughs>